Hello, my name is Vince Dragone, and you are listening to Encounter Advent. This is the Gospel of Luke, chapter 13. A call to repentance. At that time, some people who were present there told him about the Galileans whose blood Pilate had mingled with the blood of their sacrifices. He said to them in reply, Do you think that because these Galileans suffered in this way, that they were greater sinners than all other Galileans? By no means. But I tell you, if you do not repent, you will all perish as they did. Were those 18 people who were killed when the tower at Siloam fell on them, do you think that they were more guilty than anyone else who lived in Jerusalem? By no means. But I tell you, if you do not repent, you will all perish as they did. The Parable of the Barren Fig Tree And he told them this parable. There once was a person who had a fig tree planted in his orchard. And when he came in search of the fruit on it, but found none, he said to the gardener, For three years now I have come in search of fruit on this fig tree, but have found none. So cut it down. Why should it exhaust the soil? He said to him in reply, Sir, leave it for this year also, and I shall cultivate the ground around it and fertilize it. It may bear fruit in the future. If not, you can cut it down. Cure of a Crippled Woman on the Sabbath He was teaching in a synagogue on the Sabbath, and a woman was there who for 18 years had been crippled by a spirit. She was bent over, completely incapable of standing erect. When Jesus saw her, he called to her and said, Woman, you are set free from your infirmity. He laid hands on her, and she at once stood up straight and glorified God. But the leader of the synagogue, indignant that Jesus had cured on the Sabbath, said to the crowd in reply, There are six days when work should be done. Come on those days to be cured, not on the Sabbath day. The Lord said to him in reply, Hypocrites, do not each one of you on the Sabbath untie his ox or his ass from the manger and lead it out for watering? This daughter of Abraham whom Satan has bound for eighteen years now, ought she not have been set free on the Sabbath day from this bondage? When he said this, all his adversaries were humiliated, and the whole crowd rejoiced at all the splendid deeds done by him. The Parable of the Mustard Seed Then he said, What is the kingdom of God like? To what can I compare it? It is like a mustard seed, that a person took and planted in the garden. When it was fully grown, it became a large bush, and the birds of the sky dwelt in its branches. Parable of the Yeast Again he said, To what shall I compare the kingdom of God? It is like yeast that a woman took and mixed in with three measures of wheat flour until a whole batch of dough was leavened. The Narrow Door Salvation and Rejection he passed through the towns and villages, teaching as he went and making his way to Jerusalem. Someone asked him, Lord, will only a few people be saved? He answered them, Strive to enter through the narrow door, for many, I tell you, 
will attempt to enter, but will not be strong enough. After the master of the house has arisen and locked the door, then you will stand outside knocking and saying, Lord, open the door for us. He will say to you in reply, I do not know where you are from. And you will say, We ate and drank in your company, and you taught us in your streets. Then he will say to you, I do not know where you are from. Depart from me, all you evildoers. And there will be a wailing and grinding of teeth when you see Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and all of the prophets in the kingdom of God, and you yourself cast out. And people will come from the east and from the west, and from the north and the south, will recline at the table in the kingdom of God. For behold, some are last who will be first, and some are first who will be last. Herod's Desire to Kill Jesus At that time some Pharisees came to him and said, Go away, leave this area, because Herod wants to kill you. He replied, Go and tell that fox, Behold, I cast out demons, and I perform healings, today and tomorrow, and on the third day I accomplish my purpose. Yet I must continue on my way today, tomorrow and the following day, for it is impossible that a prophet should die outside of Jerusalem. The Lament over Jerusalem Jerusalem, Jerusalem, you who kill the prophets and stone those who sent to you, how many times I yearn to gather your children together as a hen gathers her brood under her wings, but you were unwilling. Behold, your house will be abandoned, but I tell you, you will not see me until the time comes. You say, Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. In chapter 13, Jesus is preparing us for the afterlife. He calls on us to repent for our sins. I've been thinking a lot about hell lately, and it's incredibly uncomfortable to think about. It's easy to say that all oh, good people go to heaven. And it's easy to get into heaven. But that's not what Jesus is telling us today. The beauty in God's mercy is just as that of the parable of the fig tree that doesn't produce fruit. God doesn't give up on us. And he gives us a second chance and a third chance and a fourth chance. But we have to be willing to accept his mercy and grace. We have to be willing to repent of our sins. The parable of the mustard seed and of the yeast Jesus is telling us that once we've rejected sin and allow his grace to grow within us, it just continually grows within our hearts. Jesus is calling us all to repent of our sins because it isn't easy to get into heaven. And again, it's not an easy thought to think of, but Advent is the perfect time to go to confession, even if it's been many years. We are preparing for Christ's birth during Advent, just as we prepare for the second coming of Christ. We must always be prepared.